Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So you guys, I, I, I worked today for Yay, the first time. working. It was very exciting. Sad to report it was not a restaurant job, but sort of the uh, the production equivalent. I think being a producer is kind of being like a TV and radio waiter. You you have to wear a lot of different hats. You have to kind of... You're the content yep. to the customer. You're juggling a lot. You're multitasking. You're Absolutely. taking orders. You're dealing with, you know, people in the kitchen, the content kitchen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll just wait for you to keep going. And usually, no, the, oh, I didn't want to keep going. Usually, the owner of the restaurant, or in this case, network, is a crazy out of touch person. Well, just said the POS system is like uh, the piece of shit that the money comes from. That's <laughs> right. Uh, I I feel like too like the past two weeks I think um, a lot of conversation about tipping and so many people being outed and but like very defiantly and proudly being like that's right I don't tip get a better job if like you wanted me to pay you then do and like this attitude of well how about you go to school and not have that job and you're like okay sit down let's talk about why this is a job that people choose it's because it is a gratuity based job and the base pay is poor and like Man, Chrissy Teigen uh, came on really strong this week. Um, This is a fun one. She went to bat on Twitter because I think there have been so many discussions about bad tipping just in general. So I think it's really cool because it's revealed wonderful habits and then also all of the cheap asshole. But uh, wait, Brand- is she being good? Because Chrissy good. Teigen is my favorite person. Yeah, no, she's being internet. really good. Uh, oh, so good. Brand- Brandy Barber, uh, a guest and a lovely friend of ours, um, sent this to me. Um, this was a response to what someone else said. One person, Yashar, uh, Yashar Ali, said, For the folks who have means, remember that your 20% tip can end up being 12% for the waiter after they tip out other staff. That's why, if you can afford it, tip 25 to 30%. 20% minimum, more if you can afford it. Then Chrissy Teigen replied to him, I tip 40 to 100% to make up for douchebags that don't tip at all. So don't worry, guys. I have you covered. God, she's lovely and she's beautiful and smart and funny. Mm-hmm. I dig her. And she loves cooking. I love her. And they have a cute baby. And she's fun. They, they got two. two cute babies. Right. And bulldog. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Sidework Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brooke Van Poplin. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm also one of your hosts. My name is Andrea Wallace. Wait, I'm also a host. I'm <gasps> Jocelyn Hughes. Hi. I'm so many hosts. We're all wearing red today. We are. We were feeling it. It may have been an astrological reason. Are we <laughs> all? A new moon on our period. I'm about to be off. Yeah, (laughs) I'm over. Almost done. How have we not synced up yet, ladies? Unbelievable, unreal. (laughs) I'm ready to do it. I mean, if you guys want to sit in some hay, if you guys want to get biblical with our cycles, I'm ready. Well, guys, we're excited to be here once again, talking about some brunch and fun stuff. We're Topic talking of about the day. Brunch. We are. But to start off, we're going to read some uh, some really funny hashtag server oh lives. And- yeah, I found some very, very funny hashtag server lives today. Um, I'll just kick it off. <laughs> Lori Fox at Fox underscore E underscore Lori 21 sent out a tweet 
Thanks, brunch lady who yelled, it takes two minutes to make hollandaise. I didn't know the tantrum was the main ingredient in that. <laughs> oh, Hashtag server life. Oh, wow. Well, she should have brought some of her own, like, quick made hollandaise from home. You know? Yeah, a little, like, a uh, powder packet, you get at Ralph's. Like a go-gurt of hollandaise. Yeah. Let's invent that. I want it. I need it hollandaise on the go. <laughs> I bet they have. I bet they have like Gogurt Hollandaise in Scandinavia. Though. Oh, they absolutely have that in the Netherlands. <laughs> um, Speaking of gross. Oh, this is pretty farted. funny. Sorry, Bray. Oh, nuggy, nuggy. All right, I've got. This is uh, Autumn. She's at WWL underscore Autumn. I have no effing clue what eggs regular means. Scrambled? Over easy? Specificity, please. Server problems. Hashtag brunk. I would like regular eggs. You know what I'm saying? Mine are 40 years old. Hello. Ding dong. Don't. Can I just get some regular eggs? I don't want any of these millennial eggs or these tweety eggs or this sounds like an old person. Give me my normie eggs. Who realizes normie. that the younger generation is taking over. <laughs> uh, okay. This is from Stacy Kulo. What kinds of coffees and teas do you have? Well, we're mostly a bar, so pretty much one kind. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. If if you go into a bar, you sit at a bar and ask for a coffee, not going to be the freshest or the best. Unless uh, there's no. an espresso machine sitting behind that bar. Just like doing a tea service generally, we can all agree, is the worst. Where okay. was I? I was someplace... Oh, I was at Rosso Blue last weekend. What's no that? What does that mean? It's this really tasty Italian place um, in the Arts District in L.A. And they had the cutest little copper teapots. It was such a cute tea service. I love that. That's it was, fun. It was cute, but I don't think it even came. They didn't present teas with it. I right. Didn't they don't tea. bring you like the, just one bring the briefcase. <laughs> yeah. They bring, you like open it up. and. Yeah. If you guys aren't familiar for tea service you have to do this whole thing where you get a coaster you get a mug with hot water or a sometimes a little separate kettle for like the a, hot water or the little weird carafe like ball oh with right the... if like three people order tea with that setup you have to do like four trips it's to a, get it's all a of lot of supplies yeah. and then you're gonna need more hot water at some point but you bring it over and then a lot of places just have this big box it's like a deal or no deal briefcase yeah it's like a, it's like <laughs> 12 inch by 18 inch box that you have to lug around and then oh. you have to hold it while people look through like hmm should I have the blackberry or uh, the, the ginger lemon the apple and cinnamon I'm or sorry. the lemon zinger yeah. it's like someone perusing a jewelry counter yeah. where they're acting like fine jewels this 25 cent satchel Dude, it's such and all for the whopping the whopping cost of what might add three dollars to a check. Yep. And then you have to get a lot more hot water. It yeah. is. God damn, it should be banned. Oh my god. And I also, mean, I don't like tea. I try and I try and I try. I ain't, I ain't into tea. I gotta tell you what. We're two weeks away from six months of not drinking. Whoa. I'm so sick of drinking water and sparkling water. I've started to drink tea. I love tea. <laughs> I don't mind tea. I drink it, especially if it's like cold or whatever. But I don't mind. I nice prefer tea. cold I take tea. It back. I made hot chocolate yesterday. Nice. I mean, where am I? I was just. I'm so sick of drinking there's water. Options getting options. So I'm, I'm turning on. There's a lot of things not drinking does that like I used to grumble about as a server, and I, I'm like, I'm that person now. <laughs> it's fair. All right, last one. This one's Congrats great. Congrats on your recovery. <laughs> this tweet comes from disgruntled waitress at disgruntled wait at disgruntled W. I wasn't aware that the proper response to hi, how are you was a bloody Mary, please. Oh, oh hashtag server problems, hashtag brunch, hashtag rude. That happens a lot. Woof. Yeah. You go up and people don't look at you and just immediately fire off demands. Oh, I feel like this is like the engine is fucking revving to talk about brunch with this like, tweet. This is the perfect in. <laughs> to brunch and serving it. Let's set the stage of brunch. So you're there on a Saturday or a Sunday morning or a special case, a holiday day, like a Monday, you know, Columbus Day. We don't have that anymore. Uh, You know, President's Day, let's say. You have to be there early to prepare. Butters, syrups. You're probably... Maybe hungover. Probably hungover. Well, if if you did the Saturday night close too, which sometimes I'd get aft in the A with that, you know, whammy. 
Right. So you've been on your feet previous of the week and then you've got to go in and be on your feet early. Uh, my gripe with it was always that somebody's ordering an egg frittata that cost $8 instead of an entree that cost 24 of So course. your check average is way lower. Mm-hmm. Now, there's, there's booze involved. Mm-hmm. Okay? So eggs, not my favorite thing. I'm not like, ooh, there's a very specific mood if I want eggs. I get you. So I could never really get in the swing of like, oh, I'm about to serve 300 people eggs. Because it was very unappealing to you. Yes. Of course. Even being well, around eggs was too much I for you. I really hate sweet Could things be. in the morning and just like serving people like fucking Waffles, stacks of pancakes. pancakes and French toast. And I'm like, this is my nightmare food. Yeah. Oatmeal was a huge thing at this uh, workplace I worked. But it's so you're tired. You're there early. You're doing a ton of prep because it's a meal that you don't normally do. Mm-mm. So it's like normally you're doing lunch or dinner. Right. Some places have breakfast, but brunch is its own thing. Oh, you got to ev- like every week, like every because when I was at James and they were like, we do Saturday and Sunday brunch. We were like, God damn it. Because I, you know, I was trying to transition into being more available for stand up gigs. So I was like, I got to take these same. I got to take these weekend brunch shifts so I can I do the shows every at night. Yeah. And every time, because the whole staff who didn't ever have to work those shifts, they would hide like out of plain sight. Like we kind of had this bus tub that had all of our dumb little like ramekins and syrup things. And we'd always be like, where's the brunch stuff? Because the kitchen hated it so much and was always get hidden in a far, far corner of the basement. (laughs) And so we'd open up and we'd spend like 15 minutes trying to figure out where they hid. Because everyone just hated that meal so much. They're like, we don't want to see these dumb little syrup, you know, Yeah, whereas like the dusty, shitty smucker syrups or jam, sorry, jelly, sorry. (laughs) No, but then you have to think about Who's coming in? They're also tired. It's yes. also early. Or and they're way more hungover than you are because they don't have to They work. don't have to work. Right. So they, they just, roll in with some serious attitude. And they're fucking most hangry. Of the time. It's just dumb. a very bizarre mood because it's like not first thing in the morning. They probably slept in. Maybe they're, eat, you know, it's like a weird hour. It's like 11 or 12 they're coming in. Not to mention, like, if you're a hop and brunch spot, people usually have to wait for tables. Right. I hate it. I hate it. So, yeah, the the aggro, like, the level of aggro is so over the top, which is, as a few of you know, uh, one of my favorite topics to reel on as a waitress was brunch. It was kind of a signature bit for a few years. <laughs> but, I, you know, I feel like there's there's hungry, there's hangry, and then there's hungover greet or something. I don't even know how to classify it, but it's – Literally that level of people who, and this qualifies as me sometimes when someone can manage to drag me out for brunch where I'm like, I shouldn't even be in public right now. And so I'm a mess. I'm waiting for someone to like give me the things I need to literally just survive. Um, To that point, I did also want to add that I worked, uh, which was normally a fancy place. So like you don't have sugar on the table you do not have ketchup on the table like it was not one of those things everything so comes in a ramekin a fancy glass you, you dish. have to request it and so again that was just more like the brunch side work was insane because we'd also be like oh my god one of the air pots is broken because we all we didn't know like during the um dinner service we did not serve drip coffee but we were like we have to have it for brunch and so oh we'd have god, to do this oh god i didn't even think about the coffee thing. refills yeah. jesus Dude. christ yeah. that's okay. the other thing people order like seven drinks and they want them constantly full. They keep drinking them. So there's water, there's coffee, there's mimosa, a mimosa. And a Bloody Mary sometimes. It's, and it's then they're bananas. like, bananas. Like and, and a pan of crude oil, a small <laughs> goblet with the blood of a virgin. I also require this to be awake. Do you have obscure fruit juice? You know, I mean, people, and, and they are, people are truly children in the morning. Cause yeah. I know I have really bad social anxiety and anxiety in general, and it's hard for me to be out in public. So people will just bring that energy right in there. It's bizarre. It's, it's, I, I hope we're describing it enough that people understand that it's just kind well, of this, like, it's kind of this buzzy, weird, um, too much too soon. Like all of a sudden it's 9am and you have a full section and people all are demanding their food and it's, Problems. I feel like they're more picky at brunch. They're more demanding at brunch. Properly. It's busier at brunch. Yeah. Toast isn't 
toast didn't come out with the egg and the boobadoo and yeah, think about all. Why this, is it louder? Think about all of the tiny things that come. You've got syrup. You've got butter. You've got jellies and jam. Hot sauce. Hot you sauce. Hot Even like sauce. the music is different that gets played yeah. at restaurants. Like it's like the Beatles or like something jazzy and like <laughs> Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> right. And it's so tough because half the time too is like I am not used to seeing my restaurant during the day, you know, and you're like, oh, God, like just, you know, because at, at night, especially at one of my last places, like that vibe was so sexy. You felt respected. You would, you know, you had a whole day to get yourself together and you'd kind of like glide into that shift feeling done up. And then in the morning, it's like, no, it's like a bunch of people who should not be out in public all yeah. trying to eat together. So, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I feel like that's our, that's like our knee jerk reaction to the topic of brunch, but we will break it down a little bit. I never heard of brunch, I don't think, until I was living in Chicago and I was graduated from college. I feel like what all of a sudden brunch just hit me like a yeah. ton of bricks. And I don't remember even really going or wanting to go. I just like, remember, I started working them. I only remember it being an Easter thing only. Easter. Yeah, well, definitely. Mother's Easter. Day. So there's Mother's Day, there's Easter, there's not really Father's Day. but and there's, it was a big after church event. I believe well, that's the other thing is like, to me, I'm like, it was like always like a Palm Sunday brunch. Yeah. Like. It's for always, like old yeah. people in my, in my kid brain. Mm -hmm. It's for old people to eat weird egged baked dishes. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, you know, I grew up in, in a Lutheran church and it would be like after the service, everyone would walk under the church into the, you know, offices and the fellowship hall beneath there with the crappy carpeting and the little kitchen built into the. God, and it was like, like potluck and yeah. like weird salad. And no, but like an official it'd be, brunch. It'd be Ham. sweets. Yeah, it'd be sweets and big percolators of coffee. And they would let the kids run around finally, but it would just be a lot of Christian talk. Yeah, so we've got a big and, religious thing where people are basically fasting and then like this is the first meal they've right. had like after their Saturday fast. The other thing is, is that in a lot of states, booze was illegal on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then as we got more and more modern, that changed. But there was a lot of places that didn't sell booze, especially in the South. And then they've changed laws. I was, you know, looking at brunch stuff and it was like they just passed something in Georgia. Oh, yeah. Recently that made it so you could have booze at 11 a.m. instead of waiting until one or something, 1230 or one. But yeah, that's a whole thing to even think about is Ugh. like Sunday is this holy day where you're not supposed to be doing anything for, you know, there's a lot of religions or the weekends are not. Their weekends for are for that. chilling. Weekends are for chilling. Not you for know. brunching. When you think of like Saturdays in the Jewish community, like yep. big like, you know, no, no, we don't do anything. And then with the Christian sect, like Sunday's their big day. And then you got all these hedonist non-believers <laughs> coming up in the world who are like, I'm sorry, I just worked 40 weeks at my communications job. And uh, I'm going to get fucked up today. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so another big part of it was like after a big hunt. Okay, so yes. like like a, a big midday meal. Okay, but are we yes. talking like 1800s? 1890. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to be specific, I was like, I don't. I was hunt. like 1940. Where we are? Where are we? Hunt? Who's hunting? Yeah, who's hunting? Who's hungry? Mm, mm, mm. So yes, this was like the origin of brunch from the articles we looked up is traced back to English times in the late 1890s, where the men would go out with the dogs, the hunting dogs, like you see mm -hmm. in the beautiful uh, pictures. Yes, and they come back to a hunt breakfast, a lavish multi-course meal that featured featured a smorgasbord of goodies such as chicken livers, eggs, meats, bacon, fresh fruit, and sweets. Mm -mm -mm. Wait, mm -mm. I also want to talk about. I read about the history of brunch and in the 30s they had this like cookbook for chicks and it didn't even have any real instructions about oh, how to you cook saw that too. oh my god because you're supposed to know how to cook but it was like this is how you host brunch you dumb bitch like put on a smile you stupid slut. you don't have your own recipe for crepes you never get a husband <laughs> but when you think about all the crazy party food in the 60s and 70s I love that. I can't get enough of that. Can I you? know. And some of it kind of pops up. I mean, deviled eggs are kind of now like this cutesy appetizer you can get any time of day. I feel like Eggs Benedict has to be kind of like leftover from that time. It's it absolutely be. is a holdover. God, like, there's a place by my apartment that has like 18 different kinds of Benedicts. And on Saturday morning, I went and met Renee, former guest on the podcast. Yeah, Renee Gautier. Renee Gautier uh, hilarious. But 
I sat, we sat down and, and two tables sat down next to us on either side at the same time. And they got their food first. And on one side, the guy got salmon Benedict. And the other side, the guy got crab Benedict. And it smelled <laughs> so fucking gross. I couldn't eat my food. Collide. You know how weird I am about smells? Yeah. I couldn't eat my food. I was like, get me out of here. I am in it up. Fish tank. In what I'm world do you go to a place where you're eating on a trash-filled sidewalk and you're like, I'll have the crab, please. Ooh. Like maybe at like four seasons brunch, but not at Millie's. What are you doing? Yeah. And salmon? So then we've got that origin. We have like like a little bit of well, brunch since, again, nuance like through boys like. Boys club. Housewives. Like and they, they come in. Yeah, it's a boys club. And you can club. see how it orients around church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see how that begins. But why did we start throwing it in restaurants and making people? Like, it was also a buffet in restaurants, to, I think, early on, too, uh, where the restaurants would do a whole buff, like brunch buffet. It was a huge thing, especially like and I think it's more like, you know, if I'm being honest, I would think of um, a brunch buffet when I am staying at a hotel. Totally. Where I'm like, OK, but this isn't something when you're home, you just go out for somewhere right you know i we that was nothing my family did you never went to like me yeah we definitely didn't do that because like the fancy steakhouse would do like the fancy mother's day and easter brunch buffet right and that's that's for its own occasion but about you guys like when did you discover brunch in terms of being a popular thing i I discovered tapas before i discovered brunch i'm pretty sure cafe baba reba baby yeah yeah. i went to go to twist in lakeview that place was good i absolutely ate like cuban food well before i did a brunch anywhere i was just like you do what now I was like, but I make really good breakfast at home. You know, yeah. I, think, I think that's also like a huge part of my standoffish nature toward it is I'm like, I like what I like, you know? Yeah, but also like who wants to pay 10 bucks for two eggs that you can make in five seconds on your stove? I don't, I don't get it. It's not I like, know. I know. there's very few brunch items in my opinion that worth, I mean, I have pancake mix. I'll throw some pancakes on the griddle. Yeah. So we, I feel like so it was like the the. It's a ritzy. It's a ritzy mm, occasion. Early to mid aughts is kind of mm-hmm. when the brunch scene sprung. Can we blame it on millennials? Well, sure. No, sure, it happened before that. It, okay. it did, but okay. So, but we can agree that it it has always been a meal of means for people with means because it's either been like, of course, the brunch buffet on your cruise, or like at your fancy hotel, or your whatever, like or your estate where you went hunting, blah blah blah. Then I think it got dumbed down and trickled down to the masses where instead of a buffet, people were like, how can we plate this? You can order what you want, you know, because I can't even imagine the food waste at a brunch buffet. That's insane. I don't want to. So, yeah, probably like late 96 in the city era. Oh, yeah. Do we blame them? I blame her for a lot of things. They had a diner a lot. I don't remember them brunching so Mm. much. Honey, if I want to go to a buffet, I'll just take my clothes off and lay down on a counter. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, let's do another Samantha. (laughs) Honey, if I want a buffet, I'll just wear a bandage dress on the subway. I don't Um, know. Check, please. That's my, that's honey, my Miranda. If, honey, if he wants eggs, he can go down there and get them himself. <laughs> that's a good one. That's that's the best one. I'll say Samantha lines all night. The half, most honey. of them, 90% of them will be bad. So, okay. So clearly none of us really brunched. I feel like one of the, I mean, I think I worked it before I ever went out for it. I'll 100% worked it before I went out for it. And um, like I told you before, maybe last week or the week before, I worked at House of Blues that had that. Oh, gospel brunch. Gospel brunch, which was a buffet with all of the signature House of Blues dishes, plus eggs and coffee, more coffee than you've ever seen in your life. It's a hashtag Sunday Sunday Sunday. Sunday. I If I worked at a place that had bottomless mimosas, I'd fucking shoot myself in the head in the bathroom and everybody would talk about how Andrea shot herself in the head in the bathroom because of bottomless mimosas, but I couldn't handle it is what I'm saying. Right, but so now I just feel like so many places are leaning into the fact that like the demand to be like a huge social fuck up (laughs) on a Sunday is now the norm because I was even back in the Midwest where they're always about a good six years behind trends (laughs) just in major cities. Not in Chicago. No, but in in when I was in Detroit. For sure, yeah. And even though there's a really great food scene happening there, I was in Ferndale and like every- They're like, we found these things called Brussels sprouts. (sighs) Julian and I were both starved, just looking for somewhere to to eat and talk. And it was 
Sunday at noon. Like the dumbest thing ever. Every place we went into was like, and make your own bloody bar and a DJ. And it was like walking into a fucking frat party at 1145 in the morning. And we were like, oh my God, like so disoriented. We're like, okay, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. I feel like we just ended up getting like sandwiches from Subway. We were like, what is happening? Everyone's partying so hard. Like it's so early. I forgot about Bloody Mary bars for a minute there. Me too. They're the worst. You know, I, I think it's safe to say that brunch is the meal that's clearly trying too hard and they have rich parents. It's the messiest. And nobody yeah. can tell them because they have rich parents that they're trying too hard. I remember some places <laughs> that had Bloody Mary bars because they'd be like, you can just go there and make your own, your own, your own. The problem is people who come to your brunch spot after their normal spot is like, whatever, it's bottomless mimosa. It's make your own bloody. It's call the shot Sunday morning. And then they come in and you're like, no, it's actually a very restrained brunch menu. That's where you get the attitude because so many other places enable brunch behavior. Oh, God, go brunch yourself. I'm just I'm telling you, they're the rich kid that's a jerk and nobody I can want tell a them. burger in my Bloody Mary. I want a burger and a shrimp and a pickle <laughs> I want, and a big piece of bacon and a chicken wing and I want it all on a stick and I want it sticking out of my drink. I Why are the never... bathrooms always so much more disgusting at brunch? Because... I- Dude, because everyone's taking their morning dump, Andrea. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. <laughs> you didn't think about the dumps. It's Wait, so I want to go back to this Bloody true. Mary bar talking That's about dumps. Un- okay, can I – I just had a revelation. I don't go out for this meal because I am very particular – like, Brooke does not start her day until the morning dump has happened at home. Mm-hmm. And if part of my plans involve dumping in public, I don't like it. And I don't like that plan. And third person. Uh-huh. Brooke, likes, <laughs> Brooke likes her dump at home. No, wait, can I just say, I've never seen something in a restaurant confuse patrons more than a Bloody Mary bar. I can't tell you how many people I had to like take over and show them how to make a Bloody Mary. It was terrible. Nobody knows how anything is supposed to taste or how much of anything goes in there. The lunatic's going to run the asylum on this one. I don't know. It's like they've never seen tomato juice or vodka before they were puzzled beyond beyond throwing all kinds of shit in there <laughs> just like and then you wait like, is you this like get the vodka they like give you your little shot of vodka in a pint glass and you yep. go fucking crazy right yep <laughs> god damn nope you should not you should not let the lay people go about and do the uh it's just such a brunch is like the epitome of indulgence and, and it's, it's just an amateur unnecessary hour. indulgence it's it just an- it's in every way the syrup the taste like it's bacon and syrup and all these seven drinks and like a bloody berry bar. Yeah, it's like a sticky, buttery mess on the table after everybody's gone. And then just like and then hot sauce everywhere extra and holidays. Napkins and- What's up with the sauces? <laughs> but I do, there's a refined version of it too. You know, I wonder how much well, refined maybe- goes back to Mother's Day and the like whole like after like church the gay thing. Community probably has like a nice little like brunch scene that was going on before. Well, it was right. nice and like it was you know all what? theirs before we Let's fucking go- took it over. <laughs> I know, I know. You know what? I feel like it was like the secret society of gay brunch, and then it went to the masses, and we've got all of these like ham-fisted mongrels like just tearing a place apart, just trying to get at the pancakes and bacon and. Dude, you know, it, it's truly it's 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 the New Year's Eve of meals as much as I may have called that uh, Valentine's Day. But <laughs> it's amateur hour. baby. So it's tough. And then the, you've got people tipping you like shit normally. Like not people don't tip very well on brunch. Let's talk about that. No, it t- goes into the like whole mood. It's a weird mood. A bottomless mimosa and you're there to drink all day long and mm-hmm. you're tipping 20 percent only. Right. Maybe it's for being there for hours, hours, and the, the the just the overall bill, like it's it's just a no win situation for the surfers, you know, because it's like no at brunch you should, and I respect a place, and this is sort of my place where it's like no no we're also still here to turn and burn. So again, we do not offer bottomless anything. Mm-hmm. If you want to keep refilling your cocktail, which is definitely the most expensive thing on your fucking tab, you do it. <laughs> I feel like there should be like an hourly rate for bottomless mimosas. You are- 
like, sure, tag on another however much. Yeah, yeah. You like know, if you're if you're here, like here's the base price. Also, but if you're here how longer, about you're getting charged more? No bottomless mimosas. How much does everyone want to have heartburn? <laughs> you know, why do you want that so badly? It's the worst orange juice and the worst. Yeah, you're getting champagne the shittiest. It's not champagne. Like, it's, it's, it's like just it's like, like sparkling, sparkling. Yes, yeah, sparkling. Yeah, you're not getting the good stuff at all. Grape also, butt juice. remember with these bottomless things, you're getting like the worst. Sugar the worst. hangover. You're getting so, like a shitty bottle of vodka that probably costs those guys like six dollars. So here's the thing: it's not even just Sunday brunch anymore. Now everyone's like birthday brunch. It's Sunday war. Exactly, and so so many more reasons pop up to have like a a brunch celebration. And now I also feel like. Ooh, this is always so rough too, especially when you're maybe at a destination wedding or whatever. Now the sort of like mandatory, like oh, oh the morning after like partying your stuff. ass off. There's uh, too much stuff at the reception, and then they're like, "And there's gonna be a brunch at ten in the morning because you have to have it at ten because all the old grandparents are like angry and need to eat." And so you're like, "I will kindly decline." So when I get up on my little my soapbox about, I feel like everybody should have to wait tables at some point in their life, like. And I, it specifically, should it should be brunch. It should Agree. absolutely be brunch. Agree. Because that is when everyone is a human baby. Like just, just a big, grown human baby who's like, Ugh. Open a lot of eyes. <laughs> My God. Maybe like, grab I need a banana water. before you leave the house. Have a little sustenance. You know Maybe what? Maybe a shot of coffee. And I feel like we could almost do like a sort of longer, here's a tip, because I feel like we've got multiple. Okay. I like to pre-grape. Okay, I like to pregame a little bit before brunch, which includes having my first serving of coffee, hydrating the shit out of myself, and maybe having a small bite to eat. There's a hot tip. There's a tip. Dude. I mean, especially if someone's inviting you to a place where like, oh, cool, the wait's only an hour, and then you're standing outside in the sun? No. (laughs) Don't do that. You know? Be kind to your brunch server. Don't be afraid to make eye contact. They're not super with it either, you know, or they might be like they may be with it more than you are and they are going to be your friend on this journey. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Guys, uh, we have a special guest joining the podcast today. Please welcome Elliot Glazer. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello. Uh, you are in for a treat because we, Hank, stop licking me in front of people. You know what I'm saying? We were all brunch waiters. So we just want to ask first and foremost, did you ever wait brunch? I did. Okay. I did it, but, but my waiting tables was unique because it was at a a cafe in a golf course. Yeah. Okay. So it was like a, um, upper crust, a uh, Long Island golf course, a golf club, a country club of sorts. Sure. Um, and so there was like the cafe where people would go and get like food and booze. And there were like the big lunches and dinners that were in like the, you know, the giant sort of um I think uh, wealthy uh, people call space. it like right the grand hall or right, right. banquet. Yeah. It was it, and it was a night it was it was awful. <laughs> it was awful. Like and and not to not to veer off from brunch, but no. you know, just like the worst, the most like bold electric idea that I can't get out of my head or image that I can't get out of my head was working the crab. What's it called? A crab feast? boil, a crab boil or oh. a crab. Well, yeah, it was like a feast, a crab boil, I guess, where there must've been, you know, hundreds of people hunt, hunt at least 
maybe 200, maybe 200 people in a giant, you know, event space. And they were eating crab so fast that they had those buckets on the, in the center of the table. That's where you put the shells. And it was like people were deboning, yeah, like eating the crab, throwing whatever, throwing the shells in buckets on the center of the table. And so it was our job as these, like, as the waiters <laughs> to, like, <clears throat> run around and empty them and throw them out and, like, toss them in garbages and keep replenishing them. And it was like, this is disgusting. Shellfish yeah. is hard to get out of the fingers. It's a because, smell that sticks. Yeah, because, because you're being a barbarian, the way That's you right. eat crab is like, it's worse than eating a rotisserie chicken. Yes. It's like you are fully ripping the house off of a crustacean's back. Correct. And it's to like, get two bites of so meat. Bac- it felt like Bacchanalian. <laughs> Or like the oh, yes. you're, you're emptying troughs. <laughs> and then, and no, then you... you're not wrong. Like you're emptying troughs of people's like you know guts and exoskeletons and dumping them out, putting them back, dumping them out, and then even in the garbage, it's like we were seeing piles and piles of <laughs> crab. You know, piles of crab just building and building and building. And I was like, these people are beasts. Like yeah, they're they've eating got like bibs on. There's bibs crab on. bits. Scattered upon their face and shoulder area, mallets, chests, the iron, and the irony of it all, or sort of the the art of it all, is the idea that these are all like rich people, all white, you know, all white rich people, acting like Neanderthals. You know what I mean? Like these are rich people. We are the shitty, you know, poorly paid wage staff, and these Neanderthals are just gouging you know body out of these animal body but like actually like flesh you know Mm -hmm. chewing it up they've got grease on their bibs they're tossing and it's like what is this bizarre dynamic you know like this isn't spago or something this is like us cleaning up after neanderthal neanderthalistic rich people it's It's like gross barbaric but also extravagant correct Bacchanalian or like back in the day right but back in the day lobster was for the poor it was the bad food that nobody wanted to eat. It like was? colonial America. Yeah, it was trash. It was, there were so many lobsters, it was like the garbage food. And then at some point it got flipped and <laughs> became <laughs> this insane, you want a $75 meal that you have to rip apart with your hands. I don't and get it. It's like, a, it's like a fucking sea rat. It's yeah, all a, sea pigeon. a big, like selling point. I think it's like why we eat ham on Easter or why we eat like fish on Fridays. It's all just like... We have all this stuff. How do we market it? Well, the original Thanksgiving meal, like when they landed at Plymouth Rock or whatever, like it was like squid, crustacean, oysters, oysters, like lobster, all of this like sea trash because that's all (laughs) there was to eat. And then now we're like, no, it's it's turkey, you know, because I'm sure the way we flip the script is like regular people can't afford fancy seafood anymore. But that's so interesting. I mean, I also don't like do you like lobster? No, I'll do a tail. I I love crab. I, I like crab, crab too. too. Yeah. Crab Brian's... is good, but lobster is always disappointing. Oof. Yeah, always. It has to be done right. It's always overcooked and tough. Brian's family's from Baltimore, so mm. when we go to Baltimore, we do like crab, crab. beads and steam pots, dude, just like caked in Old Bay. But you go to a place where it's like there's plastic on the tables or newspaper, and there's a sink outside of the bathroom where yes. you can wash your hands before you have to go wipe yourself when you pee. It's <laughs> like so you get that Old get Bay decake your hands. <laughs> Up in uh, your That's like, there's something yeah there's something very to this day for me even like chilling. disturbing and chilling about <laughs> the act of manipulating food you yeah. know roasted chicken like there's something there's something everyone's like you got no you got to get your thumbs under the breastplate and yeah. pop it off i can't like that's <laughs> crazy that we're doing that i know but also like it i have a whole hatred for like mongolian barbecue or any mm. place that you have to assemble your food like you are the cook. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. Why are you the cook? Why are you the one who has to disassemble this weird alien looking creature? Do you from mean the putting it on the, the grill? Any, well, like for Mongolian barbecue, you like put a bowl together with like veggies and meat and then they cook it for you. Right. That kind of a place or yes. fondue where it's like you're kind of creating the meal because you're yes. it's a real hands on experience. I don't, I don't care for it. I don't it. like that either. I have to be honest. And I don't like. I don't love Korean barbecue because I don't like seeing anybody cut meat with scissors. <laughs> I just, I don't want, like, how is that not a turn off to everybody? That sounds like, it's probably a legitimate phobia that people suffer from. You know what food smells absolutely disgusting Crap. to me? Paninis. <laughs> oh my God. Ew, paninis. You're right. Oof. I think the grossest smelling food is pad thai. 
Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah, smell. it's the fish sauce, I think. It has and like a yeah. smelly Sweet. peanut vomit. It smells like vomit. To it's me. a little vom. Like sometimes red sauce it's can sour be sour as well. Sour. Oh, right. It's sour the way stomach acid when you vom.com. Yes, correct. Yeah, that's, why, that's what I think scotch tastes like. Tastes like vomit. I hate, I hate scotch so much. I want to circle back to the country club. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the dumpster situation out back. Yeah. Was it just like Seagull Palooza? It was just, I mean, okay, so you have to understand <laughs> that like Long Island is like, it is a dumpster. Like Long Island is one big dumpster. Like it really is like just miles of gas stations, Dunkin' Donuts, bagel stores, gas station, Dunkin' Donuts, bagel stores. There's literally a store in like it's so tacky, so 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 incredibly tacky. There's literally a, a lingerie store in like my town called um, My Lovely Lady Lumps. <laughs> and it's been around since 1937. From the Black Eyed Peas song. You're not my hearing lovely anything. Lady Lumps. Yeah, you're not any, hearing anything from me because my mouth is agape. Yes, it's it's gnarly. But anyway, um, so this this like country club was fascinating in the sense that people are trying to act waspy, you know, but like, even if you're not, even if you're waspy, like you're still like a Guido, you know, right. there's still yeah. like shades of Guido. <laughs> and so it's just like, it's just like, a, it's a filthy place and it was like filthy. And so it was like an old sort of like new, you know, or uh, um, <laughs> like old money mansion or whatever. And it's like, okay, but you know, let's, let's get real. Like everyone here is like in the mob or, or you know, everyone, everyone here is so super tacky. Um, and so, yeah, it was just like the, the, the dumpster situation was rough. It was so many seagulls. It was, it was disgusting, you know? I just imagine, like, we like to talk about rats uh, a lot. And I'm just also imagining, like, you look over at one point during, during the crab boil and there's just a seagull who's put on a waitressing <laughs> uniform and is, yes. like, trying to act That's natural. Right. It's like, so much crab! Crab ah, seagull. I'm, like, full Little Mermaid mode right yeah, at scuttle. this moment. That's it. <laughs> It was it was gnarly. It was really it was really gnarly. And but again, for me, it wasn't even so much the. I mean, the mess was disgusting. But the idea, the com, there was a compen, uh, um, uh, a sort of community in the, in or a com, uh, um, camaraderie mm. in all the the wait staff because we were just like these oh, always, yeah. fucking ghouls. Was this more of a summer job for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this was so it was summer. It was a crab feed, and then we do yes. it like what a, was it like an annual crab feed or always okay annual yeah. How long did you last at this job? For the whole summer. But Mm -hmm. I did it with my sister. And um, I have stories of trying to uh, get back at customers who wronged my sister. It was a fascinating job because you saw the, it was, and this happens quite often with service, but like you saw people who make like no money, you know, and because we didn't get tips, we didn't work on tips, we only worked Um, on salary, get, you know, shit on pretty consistently. And these rich, um, you know, customers really didn't feel any desire to show any respect like they were real brats and that was awful i can't imagine because like too i i think for me being a waitress even in new york city when you could tell when like the long island crowd would like you know come on out you know cross over uh the the city county lines the borough lines if you will and you're like Yep, mm-hmm. and you were just like, "Whoa, energy shift!" Energy you know, shift indeed. Absolutely, and don't get me wrong. Uh, I was more dealing with spoiled socialite yes. type, where you're like, you are literally the rudest. And I, I know we keep seeing trashy, but like you're trashy entitled. You're trashy Whereas entitled. These other people, I'm a little scared that they might be able to have me killed because well, like, they're yeah. that level of of waspy, rich, and old money in New York. And then there's like, yeah, well, it's like there's trashy, trashy with money. And trashy with society, and then trashy with maybe less money, but but um, violent tempers, <laughs> you know. And you're like, "Fuck, you're gonna like wipe me out, right?" It's so it's scary. It's you're really scary. Physically threatening. And you know what freaked me out? I think one of the first times I was heading to do a show on a Friday in Long Island or something like that. I didn't know. You can just order a bunch of tall boys and ride your mm. drunk ass right back into the island. And Technically, I don't think you're supposed to, but nobody cared. Nobody cared. It was a rolling bar yes. of like wise guys. And I was like, yep. oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Because there is the bar cart right. on the Long Island Railroad. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm going to the bar cart. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh no. You want to steer clear of the bar car because every other car is like loud talking car. And so the bar car is Screen that screaming. on steroids. Yeah. Exactly. 
It's a night. It's a nightmare. It's a. It's a. Is there a, a quiet wild car place. on Long Island Rail? Like Absolutely not. <laughs> you couldn't even. You literally couldn't even imagine such a thing. Which is why I was always so happy to take, you know, a train from like Grand Central Station up to like Poughkeepsie or like right. Hudson or something. You know, <laughs> and it's because like the Grand Central Station's so quiet, so pretty. The shops are like honestly like upscale, and you just there is. It's a completely. It's it's wild because it's the same city. It's not very far apart, but there are two different universes going yeah. to Penn Station to go to Jersey or Long Island or going to Grand Central to go to Connecticut or, you know, uh, Hudson, Hastings on the Hudson. Yeah, H- Hudson, New York. It's a, it's a different universe. So because it was a country club and you have all the events happening in the summer, obviously crab feeds and brunches and were there weddings involved that you had to work? Oh, yeah, definitely. Plenty of weddings. Um I'm sure very classy and tasteful. Super classy, very tasteful. You know, Brianna, (laughs) get Deanna. You know, so many Briannas, Deannas. There was a there were two girls that I went to high school with who were best friends named Deanna Marie Galina and Deanna Marie Galima. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, we're best friends. Um, But yeah, it was that there was plenty. It was summer of weddings and you know. the crab bake or whatever lobster ba- like they tried to do like the nantucket thing but it's like, right. like yeah Long come on Island. you're come in on. Yeah. you know you're in you're in you're in uh, uh you know hop hog basically you live in <laughs> hop hog so don't stop pretending you live in like sag harbor i know like wait i loved always going like when you'd go to the end of the line uh to catch a plane in ice slip and you'd get off on Rakankama. <laughs> You would go to MacArthur to get to to fly? Uh, Yes, to get in and out of Chicago to New York when I was very poor, still living in in, uh, Chicago. It was uh, $39 each way. Oh, that's so smart. So you'd go all the way to Ronkonkoma and then go into the city. And take the LIRRN, yeah. That's smart. Oh, my God. I had it down. This is when we were roommates in Chicago. And Southwest wasn't fucking around with those fares. No, they weren't. So I was like, I got to go again. They call that the the ride, because that flies from... Like Islip to um, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. That's their most popular line. They oh, call it the Bagel Express. <laughs> Isn't that awful? <laughs> it's like, yes. yikes. I don't know what this says about me, but I was always wanted to like eat <laughs> because not eating and serving others made me, I guess, angry. Or sure. I don't even think it made me hungry. I think it made me like angry that I that I, they got to partake in this and I didn't and I was serving them and I was like fuck that I want to eat oh yeah, of course there's always a little bit of that for me like well if I'm I should be able to eat this food exactly since I'm here and that's what I did and I, now I look back and I'm like what were you doing but I would like sneak <laughs> food and like duck into like the meat locker to have like Shoves something in your face. <laughs> yeah yep, and it's like that. were you even hungry like I, I don't even know what i was doing but i think it did come from like a, a class play. a power play yeah You're getting back at the man a man. class struggle it was yeah it your, was your own one-man show about class struggle and, <laughs> and meat lockers yes. yes sneaking in the meat locker i do love a meat locker though like that is my temperature <laughs> i like love if, it if there was a cool sort of like managerial cater person they'd be like at the end of the night at the end of the night yes. you know like anything that comes back that you know then you guys go crazy but like of course, we were always like, oh, can we have some of that? Or come on, ladle some of Everything was like, what can you fit in a coffee cup? Yes. You know, and sneak and hide somewhere. And it's just so sad. I think about it and it makes me sad. The idea of like feeling, feeling like a tramp and lady in the tramp, you know, yeah. just like lining up for scraps. Yeah. Or like if something gets sent back from the kitchen. <laughs> yes. And like, you know, it's like someone passes it and the next thing you know, it's just like spinning empty plates. Everybody just like devours yes. what's on it. But like, that sucks. It just sucks. It I just don't like that that power struggle, that power dynamic of like back of house being, you know, ravenous for food and having to eat the scraps that the, you know, annoying people out front sent back because it wasn't perfect. I will speak to the the true joys I experienced of uh, hanging out with my friend uh, Chenzo's aunt and uncle, mm. who I think were sort of like from Amity. 
Amityville? Yeah, Amityville sure. area. And so spooky. it's yeah, right. But all the neighbors along those channels, like, and now that is like the heartland of boat trash. Yes. So everyone like just on gets the on that pontoon yep. and boats over to the neighbors That's down right. the channel. Yep. And we fully embraced it. Did that for like a long weekend. I was yes. like, this is amazing. I've never drank so much light so beer in a God. can. They like, tie their boats together and everybody has like a, the big party. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's a strange, it's a strange thing because it's like you're not you're not like this isn't um um boston you know you're not like on the harbor right or whatever you know and you're not like sea captains this is just like an a different way of having like a pt cruiser but on the water every <laughs> exactly yeah. everybody's boat that we would so we kind of almost did like a, a like a boat crawl yeah. and so like no we lined it up we got like all the all the neighbors down the way every place we went into we walked in and it was just a giant gleaming pool table like everyone just lived in a giant rec room yes with like games dots cards the whole thing yeah. and then the biggest Ton. bar spread you've ever seen in your life everyone was a functioning day drunk who was Correct. out on their boat and yes. we i mean i couldn't see straight by halfway through the day I was like, what is this life? And there's so much food, I'm assuming. Oh, uh, yeah. Is oh, it my mostly God. fried? Oh, I'm Wait, trying to remember. Saying? Cold cuts, mozzarella. I just remember I did not leave sausages. hungry by any means. And then the next, and these aunt, this aunt and uncle, Dino and Susie, who, like, <laughs> God bless. I love them. I mean, more trashed than any of us. Yeah. Up first thing in the morning, drinks, you know, mimosas, screwdrivers, the whole thing. And then a huge pancake breakfast you're like how, how? do yes. you do this yeah it's just a strange place because it is in the shadow of a metropolis yeah but people choose they like their 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 choice they react and reactively they're like absolutely not like i am not cultured i don't care about theater or opera or politics or you know seeing different types of people different ways of life i choose this because i'm like you know I, i'm of the heartland like i'm <laughs> i'm you know bound to this earth unlike you weird you know you weirdo city freaks Kiss my fucking ass! what are your views on brunch i you know i don't mind brunch i i i like brunch but i do i do think it's like silly brunch feels like performative to me at this point mm -hmm. and it's become like the it's become like the whitest activity you could that you could really do you know it's like it's so it just feels so bland and caucasian and 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 like at this point it's like rote like you you know yeah. what you're what what you're supposed to be doing you know how it's supposed to be you know what the food's going to look like the menu is smaller it's more expensive which is already like annoying right you're like but if i come on a monday yes it doesn't cost the, as much correct but at this but i am who I am, you know. And I mean, like, did you care to? Sp I know that you are. Um, I think as I, I named you in your group, uh, Beta Gays. Yes. Um, you know. Uh, but do you care to speak on the pressures of being a gay man and your affiliation with brunch? Sure. Um, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a thing. It's such a. I didn't. I swear to God, I didn't know until I got to L.A. That's. I was for years. I was like, what is Sunday Fun Day? What is this? Everyone says it. Everyone hashtags it. It's always in WeHo. It's a it's a drag brunch or it's a regular brunch, brunch with the boys. And I'm like, what is like literally? I was like, is Sunday Fun Day a like a sponsored event at a certain <laughs> restaurant? And everybody thought I was everybody thought I was like doing a bit, and I really wasn't. I was trying to ask mostly gay guys like, what is this? Yeah, and people yeah. are like, it's Sunday Fun Day, and I'm like, you're like, what is that? It's what does it mean? What to me, it just it means mean? Monday hangover. Right. right morning work hangover and i think we can agree that a hashtag sunday fun day is usually closely followed up with a hashtag rose all day rose all day yep but like written or, in fucking balloons mylar balloons oh by the way. god <laughs> like day drinking i get the term is self-explanatory it's just I, I understand it i've done it it's fun sure. but sunday fun day as i a, go to work drunk no, as a concept <laughs> i was like someone needs to explain to me like why is this so pervasive on like gay instagram and in weho in particular and so yeah in that sense i'm like oh fuck that shit it's like, just a bar crawl right but nobody would that's what right. i was like somebody tell me what this is and finally somebody was like it's a bar crawl 
And I'm like, oh, okay. Because oh, I, right. I really, I could not understand if it was a sponsored thing, a WeHo thing, a, a certain <laughs> restaurant thing. It's right, like, right. No, it's a bar crawl. But with French toast. But with French toast. Yum, yum, yum. It's a, and that's annoying to me. It's enabling. Brunch is an enabler today drink on exactly. a Sunday, apparently. It, it's been aggressively used as, as this emblem for gay men and overly femmy ladies yes. who uh, usually are not my friends. It's commodified and it's like... To me, brunch is like the the perfect um, <laughs> brunch is like the meal where you wear those shirts that say like, you know, but first coffee yeah. or like whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a real thing. Yeah. I feel like we've watched happening. that metastasize since I feel like it started with sex in the city yes. and then metastasize and metastasize and like as hipsterdom became more mainstream and I'm just hypothesizing here, but as that became more of a thing and became more mainstream, like I think it all converged to become this like hipster slash super basic slash super gay, you know, way of spending your Sunday at like noon. And it's like, an identity. It's an identity. Yeah. Yeah. And no. I, I agree with the sex in the city thing. It's it like, really started there. That was their identities. And that became it like made it okay. It did for other people to kind of a, uh, just take that I would on. bet that most people rolled their eyes at the idea of brunch <laughs> in 1985. Well, yeah, it didn't. We were, we did a whole, it's, this whole episode is like, the whole thing is like, where did this come where from? Did this where come did from? it come about? It's like this really extravagant, unnecessary yes. meal that started from like people having church and going to breakfast later. Correct. And or like having like breakfast slash lunch food. Country yes. clubs. I feel like you yeah. would either see it at a country club or if you were at a resort, there would be like the Sunday brunch buffet. Right. And yeah, I was I was just very nonplussed by the whole thing. Understood. Do you guys remember the episode of The Simpsons where um, Jacques, this like French guy, tries to like, he like, takes a shine to Marge and wants to date her. It's like very early on uh, in the series. And he's like, we should go to brunch. And she doesn't know what it is. And he's like, well, it's not quite breakfast, but it's not quite lunch, but it comes with a slice of cantaloupe at the end. <laughs> like, you don't get completely what you would get at breakfast, but you get a good meal. <laughs> He's right. And I kind of have this thing, too, where it's just like I feel gross. You know, people order so much food at brunch. Yep. Um, and then you're drinking super sweet orange juice laced mm -hmm. champagne. I'm like, put me to bed. I'm done. Oh, my it's God. It's one in the afternoon. I never Absolutely. fucking feel good when I'm done eating. No. Brunch. Never, like, never. What do I do? Super <laughs> tired. I go, I'm tired. I'm groggy. And also, by the way, I'm not full because eggs, for some reason, don't fill me. For some reason, I cannot tell you why or what the science is, but I am always hungry immediately after I eat eggs. And so if it's a frittata. protein's supposed to last you I know. hours, isn't and, it? And I, otherwise I'll do like double chicken, you know, whatever, right. double protein. With eggs, I could do three eggs and I'm starving afterwards. So I like couldn't be happier that burgers are on brunch menus. It's, mm. it's my go-to usually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially if you're going to the hoity-toity places, they played it so delicately, too. So it's like you've either got more food than you know what to do with, or you eat that and you're like, great, let's go get lunch. Like, Correct. what the fuck was that meal? Right. I'm so starved. I also, for me, like, the, we were talking about how everyone starts their morning off at brunch or their afternoon. They're like, I need 17 drinks <laughs> to function. And for me, I, I have a very delicate ecosystem with the way I handle my liquids all yeah, day sure. and the order I take them in. <laughs> and it's like, upon waking... I chug a water. Sure. Then I move to coffee. Then the coffee window closes. Sure. You know, and then I, you know, the midday is sparkly water. Of water course. All day. All water through all day. Yes. And then I usually wait till seven. And then it's like, all right, let's have a wind down drink. But when you're sitting down and you're like, someone's like sparkling for the table, a mimosa, a like a latte. And you're like, I feel confused. Oh, like, it's too much. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird mix to have a Bloody Mary and a mimosa and coffee inside you all yes. at the same time. Wait, it's say really that again. A Bloody Mary. Mary, Bloody animals. Mary, and a mimosa, and coffee. It's too much. It's a little dairy, and it all. Too much. And then you're like, now I'm going to eat potatoes. And it's too much. And, yeah, it's a lot. Are you going to any brunches here in LA? No. Are you having no, no Sunday fun day for no you? No Sunday fun day. Don't it's like it. I'm, I'm hungry. If I'm hungry, like, let's get lunch. Yeah. Just, just chill, everybody. Just let's get lunch. Stop. I don't need to. And also, I don't need to. I don't need to have brunch to, to tell people I socialized. Yeah, yeah. You know, people do brunch now as a, and look, I'm guilty of it too, but like we should be able to move on from that bizarre, like 
Arrested Development that like Carrie and the girls sort of right. You need the excuse. It's an excuse. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it is. It's just like an. It's, it feels empty to me. It's like it's an a mail from Board Housewives. We should bring back Let's Do Lunch. Here's a tip: Don't move to Long Island. <laughs> Stay far, far away. And if you're going to move to the tri-state area, but not in the city, go upstate. Upstate. I knew you were going to say upstate. Just go. Go to Sleepy Hollow. Go to New Paltz. Go to Nyack. Just go upstate. I love Nyack. Tips within tips. My favorite kind of tip. That's it. People are clean. <laughs> People are clean. <laughs> I mean, advice for brunch servers just in general, too, is like, here's the thing. So many of us learn our lessons the hard way. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like it didn't take me about 112 times in a row to just be like, Brooke, just try and get some sleep um, for this shift. You know, do your best. But the weird thing is the adrenaline gets you so fast uh, in the morning because you have no choice. It's just warfare. Those doors open. It's like, it's like zombie apocalypse. I'm just going to say dead. on the door. It's an episode of The Walking Dead because they don't even know where where they are or who they are in the morning and they're all pressed up against the chain hmm. and they're like pushing on the glass. You're like, it's going to break. What is this? Black, you know, Black Friday. And um, it it gets really real. So I just think uh, take a moment before you open the doors to gather everyone in a prayer circle <laughs> Beyonce style like in her documentary and just everyone check in and just Madonna make sure did it too, bro. exactly just make sure you're all gonna have each other's back and um, if you need to take a shot during your shift you know I say you do it what are you, you can do, do it before an improv show you can do it before brunch exactly it's a tough shift servers but and I, we feel your pain but you got yeah man here's a tip read Team Human by Douglas Rushkoff it's kind of embodies everything I've been brewing in my brain about social media and being on our phones and it's how it's dividing us and making us actually less human because the thing that makes us human is connection the connection and the bonding and all the stuff it's a it's a good read and I really enjoy it here's a tip with spring coming the sun is out when you're shopping for sunscreen to put on your face Look at those ingredients, ladies and gentlemen. You really want to go for like a mineral base. We're talking titanium. We're taking we're talking zinc. If alcohol is in there uh, and a bunch of chemicals you can't pronounce, those aren't great supportive ingredients to help protect your face from the sun. So just know what is in the products you're putting on your face, all right? Be safe out there. And if you don't know, there's plenty of Google sites where you can be like, who's what's the safest sunscreen? Clean sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Like clean sunscreen? Nice yeah, and okay. clean. Great. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, if you are enjoying everything you're hearing, please uh, don't be afraid. Subscribe, rate, and review. We might have a Patreon showing up at some time uh, in the future. So uh, we'd love to have your support as we keep this podcast going. You guys, we love you. Uh, happy brunching. And also, please enjoy this brand new single I'm dropping from me and Julian Villard called Brunchin. It's on our brand new album called Comfort Zone. And y'all didn't know I was a recording artist, but here you have it. Go find it on iTunes, support us there, and make this the song of the summer. Turn it up. Saturday night. Turn it up. Turn down the lights. Break out the chamomile tea. The thousand count thread. Hit the pillows. We're going to bed. Break a dawn, groove is deep, rolling out, eight hours sleep, the joint is shoulder to shoulder, at 945, Sunday morning's got us coming alive, oh, we go brunching, brunching, the magic begins, we go brunching, brunching, put our names in, feeling so free, oh, Here. What's happening, hostess? Um, is that table clear? Pop a bottle of sparkling, the best things to own. Lemon wedges, we're ready to go. Getting 
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. 